Blah, y'all already know what it is. Your boy, Yako, what it do? The Island to Reality, the oldest podcast in Vegas and Chicago. What up? This is the place where you want to hide from your drama or maybe hide from your baby mama. <laughs> Just kidding. If you want to change your life, then subscribe. Cha-ching! And by the way, guys, I just published a book called Shabbat in Chicago. It's about an audacious single mom who opens her heart and home to five adopted kids while embracing her Latino culture while being Jewish. And today we have a very, very special guest. I had to bring her on the show. Give it up for the one and only Jasmine. What's up, girl? Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. <laughs> oh man. So look, I I have so many stories I have with you. Um, I want to share a little bit. Um, uh, when I had my first book event at my at the Moisha House, which is a big Jewish organization in Vegas, um, and I got to be the host, got to speak. We had you know kosher tacos. And I love that you took a lot of good videos and pictures because you made your boy look good. And you were so funny. I remember one thing I said to you. I think I was like, uh, man, Jasmine, I think you should be like my, I don't know what I said. I, I, my photographer. Your, your, um, you said that I should be your manager. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you can't afford me. <laughs> that was the best Best, best, like, I gotta be honest, you had me with the right hook. I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't. And you, your outfit was on point, too. I could tell you you put a lot of time into it. So I'm like, all right, this girl, she, she's a real she's a real deal. And it was so fun, you know. I got to see a lot of people. And for a lot of my friends, it was the first time they ever been to a Jewish event. So that was really nice. And Jasmine, you being, you know, looking at it from the outside, what was your experience you could remember being there and like any moments, you know? Um, For one, I know that you have a really good crowd around you. You have a lot of people that want to support you and that's amazing. That's really hard to find Um, just in general, having a good crowd, having a good community, which I'm happy for you. I'm excited for you, for your community to grow. And it was fun. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. Um, met a couple people there uh i'm one of your one of your friends uh she's amazing and then i later met i met her again at the halloween party uh but it was really good i enjoyed it i know the girls uh indiana and Tommy enjoyed it too um i mean in general that it, it was new to me because i've never gone to a book event like that but seeing you with your book seeing how happy you are i'm proud of you it just I was like, I felt like a good, happy, like mom feeling like, oh, my kid is progressing. <laughs> like he's growing and I'm so excited. Wow. That's beautiful, girl. Thank you. Thank you. That, that meant a lot. It meant a lot for real. Coming from you, it, it was special. And I do want to share too, I forgot, we went to also one of my favorite memories with you as well. Uh, when we went to Cassie Beach House, right? And mm -hmm. um my friend was performing a DJ soul. It was like a Halloween and I brought Chucky with me and you brought Jeremy. And it was so funny because 
you were taking pictures with all these beautiful girls. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, damn girl, you can't you can't help your boy out, you know, be you know, be his third wheel. Cause you were getting pictures with Jeremy, getting with all these girls. I was like, yo, what about me? And like, sorry, Dave. I just, you know, I, I you know, I'm just in the moment. I said, like, yeah, I could tell. I, I got hurt. <laughs> yeah, I got hurt. Oh no. I think well, he knew a lot of those girls, so he knew so many of them that um, he was. I was just like, oh, like I don't know them, and I was like, my gateway is to be like, I don't know them, like. Maybe we can have a friendship or like, you know, help them grow in business. You never know. And I think it's a little bit easier for women if there's someone there that we know to approach them, right? To be like, oh, like, oh, you're so cute. So and so said that they know you. It's like, oh my God. So I can mention him, right? And be like, oh, you know him. And then me and that person talk, right? Me and the girls talk because a lot of the time, when I go networking, I go and like just go to women and I talk to them. And if they have a husband or I notice a ring, I'm always like, oh my God, your ring is so cute. What does your husband do? Blah, blah, blah. So I like kind of leeway in. And that's why I was taking pictures with them. Did you ever see me post any of them? No. <laughs> I take them, but I never post anything. But that's why I was like, oh, then come, you know, let me come and help you, you know, with the girls, take the photos, enjoy. And from there, that my leeway was like, because Jeremy knew them. But other than that, I was just like, oh, I never posted them. I sent them to the girls. They posted it. But I just was like, don't tag me. People can't know where I'm at. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man, that was a great time. No lie. I, I had a good time. I danced a little bit. You know, there was some music. But, um, girl, I want you to share, if you could share with the audience, like, if you were born and raised in Vegas, what got you into real estate? You know, like, tell us the, tell us you that we, a lot of people don't know about, you know, please, if you could spill the beans, you know? <laughs> Ooh, um, I mean, I, not all of it, but, <laughs> so I was actually born in California, um, and then I had no choice here. So I had to move here with my family. I've been here for 20 years in Vegas. Um, and it's been interesting living here. A lot of the time, uh, people are just like, what is it like living in Vegas? And it's like, it's just like a normal suburb, suburb. Like, there's not really much to do. You know, either you go clubbing, you go to eat, you go on a hike, um, go to a bookstore. There's so many things, but it's not like what most people think it's like, oh, all you have to do is gamble, you know, party, drink, all that stuff. And I'm like, no, I go to a bookstore. <laughs> I don't do much. I'm at home or I see my kids um, and just go network, do business. Uh, but a lot of the time, it's just, it's fun. You know, Vegas is fun. Um, where I was from, it's a little like small area. So now it's kind of a retirement area in California. So that's, it was interesting from what I can remember living there. I was a troublemaker a lot there. And then coming to Vegas, it just enables me to be even a bigger troublemaker. <laughs> but other than that, it, it, it was very interesting growing up here, seeing just how different dynamics, different neighborhoods, how everything is different here compared to what I was used to when I was a kid. Now seeing it as an adult, it's pretty fun. You know, there's, like I said, I can enjoy a good matcha with my friend Indiana at the Kid Cafes um and just relax um but I mean overall just being in Vegas I think the best thing that happened for me I would say was getting into business um real estate was not my first business 
my very, very first business was selling gym clothes. Then from gym clothes, it was selling juices. And then from that, it was trying to do like e-commerce. And I realized I was like, I don't really have the time because at that moment, I was you know, taking care of my nieces and nephews. I was full-time school, full-time, like I was working four jobs at once and then just kind of surviving. So after the couple businesses failed, I was like, this isn't for me. What else am I going to do? You know, I'm not meant for a job. I am the worst employee you can have. (laughs) Don't ever hire me as an employee (laughs) Uh, because I just, I just, it's not that I don't like to be told what to do. I just find better ways to get it done. And it, you know, in a job, you have to be like, it has to be done as A, B, C, and D versus just getting it from A to Z. And not a lot of employers like that. So I was like, I can't do this. And I worked in sales. I worked in all the luxury brand sales that you can think of. So I was, even though I was a top earner, I still was like, this is not for me. I can't do an office job. I can't have an employer. I can't have a boss. It's just not going to work out. So from there, I was like, what can I do to make money without really having to do or not do so much work, but do so much or be in an office with people that I can't, you know, I can't connect with. So at that time when I was in a relationship, uh, one of the, uh, the person was an economics major and was teaching me a lot about finance. You know, when you're eight, when you're in, when you're just focusing on your, on making money, you don't really listen to advice on how to keep it. You just learn on, Hey, let me make this amount of money and how can I spend it? So I was getting the advice of, Hey, you know what, here's how you can save it and, you know, make it grow. And I was like, whatever, I don't care. I'm not going to listen to you. You don't know. <laughs> but luckily, I did take their advice after, <laughs> many, many years after. And I just started Googling. I went on Charles Schwab and I was like, what can I do? I read like 17 articles and from there I found real estate. So I have ventured in different parts in real estate. I have flipped homes. Not for me, I do seller finance homes where I find people homes who don't have qualifications for a traditional loan. And then I own rental properties as well. So aside from that, my biggest business right now is wholesaling. So it's just um, uh, wholesaling, all it is is really changing the contract rights from one person to another. And you just cut out a lot of the middlemen and you cut out a lot of like the red tape because you're going from me to the title and closing and that's it. So that's kind of been my journey, you know? Um, but what also got me into real estate was I had a best friend who was a real estate agent and he would always ask me to help him with throughout, you know, showings, appointments, advice. I'm like, what do I need to do? And at that time, a couple years ago, it was really hard. You know, when you start out, uh, when you first start out, the first year, it's the hardest. The first probably three years, I would recommend any business you're in is the hardest. After you get used to it, it's just memory. It's just muscle memory. You get used to it. You know how to grow. And going with him, it was really like, oh, I want to be an agent. And I realized it's like, I don't have customer service for an agent. <laughs> I would get fired as an agent. <laughs> but other than that, I mean... It's, it's, it's been a journey. It really has. And I'm excited. I'm really excited for what comes next. I love it. I love it. And was the guy who uh, helped you on the way, was that David, the David that we know, or just a different person? 
completely different person. Um, it was my best friend from high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, huh? No, no, no. Continue. Continue. So the person who was in real estate, he, I was still working my jobs. Right. Um, and he was like, I want to be a real estate agent. Cause me and him, it was the same thing. It's like, Oh, we hate our bosses. We're not great being employed. You know, we're hard workers. We're just shit employees. Sorry if I'm not allowed to cuss, but we're terrible employees because, you know, we just find the most efficient way to get it done versus finding all like, you know, um, all the circles. Like a lot of the times, most people who are in certain positions don't want to hear about anybody else's opinions. Um, and trust me, I have that same problem sometimes. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I asked for your opinion, you guys. Let's see what we could do to, you know, make this better. So with him, he was like, help me with this, you know, help me with this. And then whatever else you need help with, I'll help you. So it was like that kind of, you know, friendship where it, I saw him as my, like my twin brother, because we went through the hardest things in life. And now, you know, now we're we're in two different positions in our life. And I'm excited for for what he has going on. And, you know, the same way. So he taught me a lot. But when it came to like the finance education, that was when I was like 20. Wow. <laughs> that, yeah, that was when I was like from 20 to 20, 20 to 20, 22. I was hearing it. But after after the relationship ended, 23 was like, I'm going to take this information and I'm going to show everybody. And I have, and it's been amazing. I've been, I'm so excited. That's so cool. Now I do want to pick at your brand a little bit. So you saying Cali used to be a troublemaker. I want to know what kind of things you used to do because you look like an innocent girl. Like, you don't, <laughs> you don't look like you do bad things. So I want to know what you, what you talking about. Like stealing candy from the gas station or what, 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 you, what we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so i don't know if you guys remember food for less yeah okay so food for less used to have these tubs of like caramel candy with the teddy or like a bear on it in a baseball uniform yeah yeah i, I thought living here in vegas i thought those were free oh my so every time it will go i would just grab a bunch and stick them in my pockets and then I would grab like a few and I would put them in my mom's back because I thought they were free because they were open. They were never enclosed. So I just thought that they were free. I Nothing ever happened to us. But, you know, I did actually unknowingly steal candy. <laughs> oh, man. You know, as a kid, you don't know you have to pay for things. You know, people say, do you have money? But you don't understand what money really is until you earn it, um, until you're learning the value. But as a kid, um, it was, you know, I got into a, a quite, you know, rounds of trouble. Um, so I remember this one time our we lived in a in a apartment complex and um <laughs> I'm just laughing because I remember all the time. The management changed. So this girl, I guess, was her on the playground, and now every person, every kid that goes to the playground has to be there with the parent. And, you know, I, I didn't know what was going on. My mom told me, if you want to go to the playground, you have to let me know. That's just what I assumed. So I told her, okay, I'm going to go outside. So I went to the playground and I remember the security there was like, where's your parent? And I was, and I told him, I was like, oh, I don't speak English. So then he spoke Spanish. And then I was like, at home. 
And he's like, you, I need I need to take you home to tell your parent you can't be here. So I got scared because I was like, oh, I'm not allowed to be here. Oh, my God, I don't live here. Like so many things were running through my head. Uh, and it just made me laugh because I ran around the whole complex <laughs> just so that this security guy would not find out where I lived. And I remember I went and I was like, I like, you know, as a kid, we're not sneaky. We don't know how to be sneaky. Um, I went, I ran all the way to where I lived and I hid behind the stairs and I was like this, like, you know, just hiding, thinking that the security is not going to see me in the steps. So he ended up seeing me and uh, he gave me like a sight or whatever and knocked on the door. And, you know, my mom answered and she was just like, what's going on? And I thought I was in really, really big trouble. I wasn't, but I ended up going in my room and crying the whole night. <laughs> but that was one thing. Um, another thing is in La Cultura de Latina, um, there's Dia de los Niños. My mom would always celebrate it because she was religious. And I remember her... <laughs> Uh, my sisters were gifted some things, and I was gifted a bike. So me and my two other sisters would share a room, so it's three in one room. And we didn't know who the bike, you know, who the bike belonged to. So I was like, no, it's mine, because it's by my bed. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. And then my other two sisters was like, no, we're the oldest. No, I'm the favorite. All this, you know, all these reasons as to why a bike was theirs. So I remember I shoved my sisters off the bike. And then I ran away and got my mom and I told them that they pushed me. <laughs> and I was like, she pushed me off the bike, this, this, this. So my mom comes in and she says, the bike is Jasmine's and only hers. And I just was like, you know, as a kid, you're like, heh, 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 you know, mocking them. So what they did too, you know, we're, we're, we're some very savage kids. They popped the tires on my bike so I couldn't use them. And then they blamed me. <laughs> So what I did is uh, my mom gifted them like little little bundles of cash. So there was a lady in the neighborhood that she would go and sell like trichetillas, like little snacks, candies and stuff. So I stole their money and I went to go buy that. Yeah. <laughs> and then they ratted on me and they told, you know, they told on me and I had this big ass bag of thing and I just put it in my shirt and I was like carrying it. And then my mom was like, did you steal their money? I was like, no, I didn't steal it. <laughs> I had a big ass candy bag in my shirt, hiding it. And uh, and you know, among the many, many memories, that's kind of what it is. I mean, coming to Vegas is a little bit more, <laughs> more worse than just lying to my mom about candy and, and stuff. But you know, it, it it was. I guess I was a troublemaker there. Um, and then here, it kind of just got a little bit worse because when you live in the rougher parts of the neighborhoods you get in certain crowds so it's very wow. interesting that's crazy that's a wild story my favorite story was the last one i think yeah that one that one had me with the tires getting pop pop um i gotta tell you a funny story so one time my mom's boss told me to come with her to uh, like an ornament store now mm -hmm. this is a really expensive ornaments like this is in Lincoln Park in Chicago. Lincoln Park is like the richest area in Chicago. Each house is like worth $2 million above. And I go in there and she told me literally, and I'm like about maybe 10, 11 years old. And she goes, don't touch anything here. <laughs> so you know what I did? 
I said, okay, I'm not going to touch nothing. I'm just going to look. I took one step back, and I dropped the most expensive ornament, and it crushed. It fell. And she's like, I told you not to move. I like to touch anything. I said, look, I just took one step back, and it fell. You know what I'm saying? So my... Oh my god! Yeah, I was so embarrassed. So I go to the cashier, and I tell him, "Look, I'm really sorry. I'll pay for it. Give me a chance. I'm gonna pay for it, right?" So I actually start working with my mom, like doing some errands for her. That's how I raise my money, like cutting neighbors' grass or shoveling the snow. So I put my money together, and I went back to them, and I basically wrote them a letter, right, with the money. I said, hey, you guys, I finally put the money together. It was like about, I think, $600, that one little ornament. And I, I gave it to them. And I said, like, here it is. I, I feel real bad for what happened. And the the manager of the ornament place said, I appreciate your letter. And don't worry about it. You keep the money. You deserve it. Like, you showed me that you, you had a good, you know, you had a good heart. You did the right thing. And. Don't worry about it. And I was like, whoa, that was shocking for me that they did that for me, right? Mm -hmm. And so that was one story. And then another story, my sister, um, we go to a mall in Chicago. I'm older now, okay? And my sister, she's excited. She's never been to this mall. She's like about 18 years old. And we're going different stores, right? And this one store she decided to go to, I'm like, cool. I'm like, yeah, I've never been to this one. But I used to work at the one upstairs. She's like, all right, cool. So we go to this mall, this little store. And she was leaning, her elbow was leaning on one of the, what's it called, like a cabinet. And just know this, the cabinet is all glass. And the stuff holding it was all glass figured, Okay. She put her elbow on it, and the entire shelf from top to bottom fell down. Like, you hear that sound. It's horrible. She was shocked. I was so disappointed that we just got there within two seconds. She destroyed the entire sh shelf, okay? The, the people that worked there were so upset. And I was like, look, my sister... I don't know what she was thinking. She ain't that little. You know what I'm saying? And she she should have known she has strong power. Because with her strength, destroy the whole thing. And so the people were like, yeah, she's going to have to pay for it. You know, or we could call the cops. I'm like, yeah, I'll pay for it. How much was it? It was a lot of money. I would say that was the most expensive I've ever paid for for the entire um. It, it was very close to almost like a like dollars for everything we destroyed. It was like over, over. And they, I don't know how they memorized every ornament, or not ornament, but every figure that was shiny crystal in there. We destroyed it. It was crazy. I mean, they made the sale, but dang, like I, I spent my whole entire freaking wallet just for <laughs> a bunch of broken figures. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy moment. So I had to share that, but I, I totally could relate to you. Um, now, real quick, so before we wrap up, right? 
I want you to talk about your nonprofit organization and your event that's coming up, right? Please share, you know, uh, what's your mission with it? Like, how'd you got started? Um, I think it's beautiful that you have a bunch of women um, getting together and having this empire, you know, this business, I think is beautiful. If you could share a little bit about it, please, it, it means so much. Yeah, um, so it was between me and my friends. Uh, we created it. So my background is in psychology and business as well. Then Ileana's background is in medical. So she's a nurse. So we partnered up and we we're like, why don't we actually give back to the community? Most nonprofits do good work, um, but they give, you know, just they give dedicated, you know, resources and supplies. And to me, I realized I was like, well, what about creating a nonprofit that not only helps small businesses grow, get, you know, get them the outreach that they need? And why not help people become self-educated to be a small self-business or to be financially literate and financially secure the same way that I learned, right? Um, and I want to be able to provide those resources. And it's not just for small businesses or people who want to learn. We want to help out families, individuals, teens, you know, everybody that really does need help. Either it's, uh, you know, medical help, uh, social services help, uh, you know, financial help, education, just in general. You know, as me, as, as a business owner, I know how hard it was for me being able to get out of just get out of certain slumps what can I do to be able to get better what do I need to get to the next level what help do I need and a lot of the stuff that I learned was very interesting because I I now realize that if I would have just had a mentor to be able to get what I needed done it would have been a little bit easier but at the same time I know that what I want doesn't you know this kind of match with the mentor. But I realized also my dad was is kind of my mentor because he teaches me a lot of things and I teach him a lot of things as well. So I realized that I was like, what if we can be a nonprofit that focuses on the needs of the community, but also giving them the actual needs they need when it comes to, you know, education. For me, if you guys go and see my page, I don't post a lot. David knows I barely post anything. <laughs> I could take so many pictures. And probably nobody will ever see them. And it's just how I am because I'm private that way. And I want people to understand, you know, coming with us and getting resources with us. It's a private matter. We're not here to publicize anything. So with the new event that we're having right now, we're raising funds because we want to use part of it for Z-Bus. If you guys don't know what it is, uh, you know, David will have links for everything. But it's a business and financial literacy program for teens. And we kind of want to give it to five teenagers and progressively grow. Um, and, you know, it, it gives them the necessary needs. A lot of the time, us as adults, we're like, why didn't we learn about taxes as a kid? Why didn't we learn about, you know, accounting? Why didn't we learn what kind of banks there are? How to utilize credit? Um, and we think that the school should teach us that, but they really don't. Now, this program that we, you know, we want to be able to, you know, give to five kids for free. We want to give that. We want to be able to at least, you know, give five kids the advantage that we never had or I never had as a kid, um, especially in business. How many programs are out there for small businesses? How many programs are out there 
that you know actually help a small business owner and that's kind of where we want to be able to fundraise for this event you guys are more than welcome to join us we're inviting everybody and anybody who wants to come you know david will have the links below so that you guys can come it's only 15 bucks i promise 15 bucks live music dj we're raffling off stuff so and you get to you know meet me as awkward as i am um you can come and talk to me and ask me any questions that you guys have perfect thank you girl and what's the the day and time of the place and where so it's january 29th sorry february 29th i forgot what month we're in um, and it's going to be from 6 30 all the way down to nine at ferguson downtown thank you thank you girl so look i'm about to wrap it up because zoom about to kick me out guys this is the outlet to reality the oldest podcast in vegas and chicago every tuesday don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Chee-chee. Y'all know where to find me. I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, the outlet to reality. My Snapchat is take one pass it. And my TikTok is at Yakult28. And Jasmine, where can my fans find you? Uh, you guys can find me on social media, uh, as well as our online uh pro well, our nonprofit uh website at hnh.nv um dot net um i'll make sure to have the links below for you guys